good, Frank. You're looking good. Thank you. That's the best applause I've had all morning. Thank you. Uh, give it up for Frank, the president of the Cancer Control Society. 44th year. Yes. Thank you. It's, it's, it's great to be here. At my age, it's, uh, it's definitely good to be here. My grandma says I'm at the age where the Rolling Stones have ended up on my gallbladder. Laughter is the best medicine. She said she gave up jogging 50 years ago because every time she went running, her thighs kept rubbing together, setting her pantyhose on fire. Enough of that. Laughter truly is the best medicine. Who is here for the first time? Oh, a lot of new people. We always have a little challenge, as you know, uh, initially in the morning because there's lots of people outside um, trying to sign up and get here. So uh, we're, we're happy that uh, you've made the effort. Uh, I've been up since uh, 5.30, 6 o'clock this morning. So that we make sure that we get here and share some information with you. Let's run through these slides. We have about 23 minutes together. There's about 45 speakers this weekend. The numbers are staggering. I lost my fiance to cancer. She had six years of chemo radiation. And um, she thought that, that was the way to go. Uh, there are other ways now. Just like there's new advances in dentistry. I went to the dentist the other day and I couldn't believe uh, the technology. In the old days, it was a pair of pliers. They didn't even give you any ether or Novocaine. They just <laughs> yank it out. And today, it's literally effortless and painless. These are some of the statistics. Um, they're painful, um, but this is the truth. One in two men and one in three women will develop cancer at some point in their lifetimes. Uh, what is cancer? Uh, it is the result of cells that uncontrollably grow and do not die. And one of the reasons for that is uh, heavy metals, um, poor diets, excessive sugar, trans fats, saturated fats, and of course our emotions. Very few people talk about emotions and the role they play uh, in causing dysbiosis, acidosis, or dysregulation, or dysfunction in the human body. Uh, many people that I interview in my office, particularly women and sometimes men, mostly women who get breast cancer, usually have, and I say this respectfully, um, on issues with parents, lack of forgiveness, anger issues, um, not being enough, poor levels of self-esteem, not feeling worthy, nihilist, having a poor sense of self. These issues all cause a significant amount of problems as it relates uh, to cancer. My professor, I'd like to acknowledge her this morning, is here, Dr. Madeline Taylor, PhD. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for teaching me and helping me become a better human being, a better student. Give it up for Dr. Madeline Taylor, right here in the front row my colleague and friend. So as you can see right here, normal cells, they're like little macaroons at your local pastry store. And then right there in the middle, somebody threw some sludge in the middle, and then you can see the cancer cells on the other side. So uh, my fiance had excessive radiation. That's what the doctors thought was good. And there's a rule for radiation and chemotherapy in today's cancer protocols, but unfortunately excessive radiation and chemotherapy causes a significant amount of problems. I've lost so many friends and family members. Um, my brother-in-law just died in Ireland recently. My fiance weighed 85 pounds when she died. She had so much chemo and so much radiation. If indeed she would have had a hysterectomy, perhaps the ovarian cancer uh, would not have taken place or at least her life would have been spared and as reckless and as invasive as that seems to be um, 
it would have been the only choice that perhaps could have saved her life. And, and uh, you know, she wouldn't have felt whole, as she said, if she had a hysterectomy or had a breast or had any part of her body removed. That's the biggest challenge that we're faced with, particularly when it comes to cancer. What do you do? What type of surgery do you elect to do? What type of nutrition do you elect to do? What type of doctor do you tend to work with? How much experience does he or she have? So what causes cancer? Of course, we know all these things. Um, if we knew we were going to live this long, perhaps many of us would have taken better care of ourselves. Um, carcinogens, pollution, cigarettes, genetically inherited from family, aging, a weakened immune system, lifestyle choices. I have a history of heart disease on my father's side in my family. All of my father's brothers and sisters, cousins, relatives have all died from um, chronic heart disease, tachycardia, arrhythmias. I don't have that problem because I made a choice. We all have choices. I made a distinct choice as a young man at 21 years old when I lost my father. I'm 57 years young now. I made a decision that I would get healthy and I would make better choices. And I, I always tell people that you are your choices. We become what we think about all day long. To them that hath shall more be given, to them that hath not shall be taken away. I've given you every seed-bearing herb there is. Do not look to the skies for the answers to your health. Look under your own two feet and be careful how you chew the humble grass, for it does not have teeth like the beast. We're not talking about ding-dongs and donuts and big gulps and french fries and soda pop and pizza and Pepsi and Prozac. We have a love affair in this country with bad food. And food technologists and food engineers know that. And this is why they make the food taste so darn good, you can't give up going after that Big Mac or whatever it is. So it's all about balance and finding a balance as it relates to the type of food that you eat. I mean, I get, I get heavy, I get overweight just looking at a carbohydrate these days. I, I'm, I'm so reluctant to eat bad food because I know what it does to my body. I went to Seattle two years ago to do a lecture for four or 500 people. I went out with a, coll a colleague of mine who's an ex-US Marine and he said, I want to go for a buffet. And I said, I don't eat buffets because you need a GPS system just to navigate. You go to Vegas and you're, you need liposuction on both legs when you're done. And uh, you need your own zip code after, afterwards. And it, it's absolutely incredible. So I went and had, a, had vegetables at a, a Japanese-Chinese restaurant, just the vegetables. I threw up and got sick all night long because it had MSG. I did not know that. They told me there was no MSG in the food. So the biggest threat I think we have today is our food. What should we be eating? Genetically modified food? I mean, that's a whole lecture in itself. So the quality of our food is very bad. There's more fiber in the box than there is in the food. Right, Dr. Nelson? The phthalates, what they package the food in. I mean, it's absolutely incredible what we're doing to our food. I'm a farm boy from Ireland. Pesticides, herbicides, and insecticides, malathion, Methylparaben, propylparaben, propylene glycol, ethanol, petroleum. You can light a fire and you can blow up your walking time bomb. It's bad what we're doing to our food. And the toxins and the pollutants and the carcinogens from the air we breathe, the food we eat, and the water that we drink, and what we are exposed to on a daily le level, the carcinogens, the, the toxins, the carcinogens, we're a walking time bomb. We all rust on the inside because of excessive free radical damage to get through this a little more. Normal cell, as you can see right there, looking all glowy and beautiful. And you can see the dark mass in the middle, like the dark hole. That's the cancer cell. It's not pleasant. Who here has seen cancer up close and personal in someone? Who here has seen someone with their breasts removed? I've seen that. 
In Ireland, we brand cattle. We take them and we brand them, right? So we know who owns the cattle. Well, that's what chemotherapy and radiation is. It's branding the body. It doesn't help. When I did my thesis for my doctorate program, we looked at the Hunzas, the Vilkab Indians, the Azerbaijanis, the Titicacans. Are you guys enjoying this? It's certainly a lot of fun to be here. When we look at longevity from around the world, and when we look at cancer from around the world, and when we look at health from around the world, the Titicacans and the Azerbaijanis and the Hunzas and the Vilkaba Indians and the Japanese and the Chinese live a long life, though they smoke twice as much as their average counterpart here in the United States, but yet have one-third less cancer. What are they living on? Essential fatty acids, lots of fish oil, right, reducing inflammation. A lot of green superfoods, iodine, pomegranate, blueberries, goji berries, mangosteen, acai. These are all powerful phytonutrient-rich superfoods that block and reduce the free radical damage or the rusting that we have on the inside. Some facts on cancer. I mean, the numbers are depressing. You can see that for yourself. If anybody wants a copy of any of these slides, certainly go to Chuck right down there. And by the way, give it up for the guys on sound, Ruben and Chuck. Just magnificent every single year. And the guys outside recording. So the numbers are really, really sad. So if anybody wants a copy, come and see me. I'll get you a copy of any of these. Financial costs are in the billions, as you can see right there. Uh, prostate cancer, breast cancer, ovarian cancer uh, is on the rise. We see young kids now who are suffering from oppositional defiance disorder. They think it's okay to smoke cigarettes at 15 and 16 years old. Just spend an afternoon on the promenade in Santa Monica. You'll find the most outrageous, obnoxious youth of today who are smoking and drinking and partying like there's no tomorrow, and they have no idea the risk factors that are involved in their health. Reducing cancer risk, avoid tobacco, limit your alcohol intake, though resveratrol, which is used exclusively and extensively in France, the people there seem to have less cancer and less cardiovascular risk factors. And also the Mediterranean diet, which is primarily plant-based, they have less cancer as well. Limiting our intake of UV ray exposure, though we do need some sunlight to produce some vitamin D, which is good for our immune system and also increases our bone mass, we tend to have enough sunshine here in Southern California. Regular cancer screening and, of course, checkups and medical care all the time. Most doctors, and I say this respectfully, my colleague Dr. Nelson's in here from Reno with his colleague, um, he will tell you, going through um, chiropractic school, they have so much training when it comes to how the body actually functions and works, whereas with medical doctors, with all due respect, many of them are my colleague, colleagues, they have little or no training as it relates to um, as it relates to how the body actually functions and how the body actually works and how giving the body chemotherapy and other selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors or psychotropic drugs, how it causes a cascade of problems for the human body. We're not meant to live on ding-dongs and donuts and Ambion and various other psychotropic drugs. How cancer spreads. 10% of cancer deaths caused by the primary tumor. Molecular interactions between cells and the framework that's like the structure of your house, holding them in place can cause dislodgement from the original tumor site, allowing reattachment at a new site. It's a bit like going for a date at 1 o'clock in the morning and seeing which girl is going to go home with you. Cancer mortality is mainly due to metastatic tumors, secondary tumors. You guys didn't get that as a joke. How cancer spreads. Well, let's take a look at this. This is very interesting. If you take a look at this, you can see right here, this is the lymphatic system right here, like a branch of a tree, right? You can see what happens right here. 
right? Angiogenesis. So this is why it's really important that we detoxify our body. You don't go on the Beyonce diet, which is maple syrup and water, and then she collapses on the stage in the middle of a concert. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about proper hydration. I'm actually, somebody's taking a photograph of that. I'm glad that you're doing that. And so you can see angiogenesis right here, right? Tumors right here that actually grow, and they grow very rapidly when you have a clogged tree trunk or you, you have a, trog, a, a clogged um, lymphatic system. So the key is to get into a good infrared sauna, portable. I have two in my home. I use it all the time. It really makes a significant difference. I've had my blood work done fairly recently at 57 years young. The doctor said in 40 plus years, he's never seen someone's blood look so clean. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm using an infrared sauna on a continuous basis. 20 minutes is all you need. There are portable ones. They are really, really good. So if you can keep your lymph system, which is, which is the blood filter of the body alongside your liver, if you can keep that functioning effectively, because when we have a buildup of toxins, pesticides, herbicides, and insecticides, my good friend Annie down here, Annie Brandt, my wonderful friend Annie, give it up for Annie. She also had challenges with her health, and she has the best answers for cancer convention, which takes place in San Diego in April, and I will be speaking at your next event. Thank you, Annie, for that. I appreciate everything that you do. So you can see it's so important to keep your plumbing moving. Just like if your toilet backs up, you've got to have a rotor rotor. You've got to call in the rotor man, right, Frank? You've got to call him or her in. Women do this kind of work now, too. Nothing new in Southern California. So you've got to keep your lymphatic system working effectively because these tumors will start to spread dramatically. And if it gets into the blood, it's difficult. It's really difficult then to get a handle on it because it's moving about and it's nimble. It moves about so fast. It's like a bad driver on the 405. Malignant versus non-malignant. Malignant cells may be much nimbler, as I just mentioned, than non-malignant cells. So this is why doctors are working so hard to get a handle on these nimble cells that float around and pop around. So one minute they got it on, in one part of the body, in the liver, and then the next moment it's in the spleen, and the next minute it's in the kidney, and the next place it's in the prostate, the next minute it's in the breast. Is this making sense to all of you? So it's important that they catch it very quickly. And we know for a fact, and we can say this categorically because we live in the United States of America, that if we eat the right food, we meditate, we're mindful in our approach to life, we can reduce our, uh, our uh, anger issues uh, against each other and against yourself primarily, you can really have a fighting chance at getting a handle on this devastating health challenge that we call cancer. It is a word. The word itself is devastating. But many people have overcome it. Annie, you've overcome it, right? I have met many women at Annie's conference who have used infrared saunas, who have used superfoods, who have detoxed their body, detoxed their mind, detoxed their heart and their soul. Ask yourself those questions. What are you doing wrong? Are you out of control with your life? Are your dietary choices bad? Let's make some changes this weekend. Genetics and family history. I have no history of cancer in my family up until two and a half, three years ago. My late brother Willie just passed away. He smoked 50 cigarettes a day. My father smoked 50 cigarettes a day too and died of coronary thrombosis, hardening of the arteries, a combination of bad diet, saturated fat, trans fat, bacon, eggs, and sausages in Ireland. Hence the reason why I am so passionate about doing this kind of work and helping people have a better quality of life in the context of love and joy. So genetics and family history certainly have a part to play, but you can break that cycle if it's in your family by making better choices.
Make sense? Tobacco smoke, we all know, made up of over 7,000 chemicals. I mean, it's absolutely awful. One of the trainers that I worked with when I came to the United States, a wonderful man by the name of Jack Smith, smoked 40, 50 cigarettes a day. He got throat cancer and had his voice box taken out. A man that used his voice as a, a trainer, a motivational speaker and trainer. That, that was pretty sad to watch that. Smokeless tobacco. I had a colleague call me last week, Vinnie Villacano, good friend of mine. And he said his friend died of lung cancer in Utah last week. And he said instantly he gave up cigarettes. I always tell Katie, uh, my partner and friend, I always tell her that sometimes you have to pull the rug from underneath people. Tough love. Dr. Taylor will agree with me on that, being a psychologist, PhD. Sometimes you have to pull the rug out from underneath yourself. Sometimes you have to have someone else pull the rug from underneath you to get you to wake up. Does this make sense, everybody? Let's all wake up this morning. Let's make better choices. Let's get back to juicing and cleansing and detoxification. Let's get more laughter. Let's get more fun. Let's get more dignity, humility. Let's get more honor. Let's get more respect for each other and for ourselves and for our body. And this is why love is so important, that we have to love ourselves unconditionally. Self-love. Two out of three people have low levels of self-esteem. So if you look to your left and look to your right, one of you is okay, two of you are in trouble. So diet and physical activity... One-third of all cancer deaths in the U.S. each year are due to poor diet and lack of physical activity. The first generation, ladies and gentlemen, where children are dying before their parents. How sad is that? We have the fattest kids in the world. Diabetes has gone up, according to the World Health Organization, a whopping 700% in the last 12 years. There's no need for that. So when I meet the Hunzas and the Vilcaba Indians, they're showing me their abs. They're showing me how great they look. Their teeth are beautiful. They have beautiful hair. They have a good attitude. There's no credit card machines. There's no McDonald's in the rainforest. They're living on plant-based nutrition that's free of genetically modified foods, free of carcinogens, free of pesticides. Go organic. Support organic farming. I'm a farm boy from Ireland. I cannot tell you how farming has died in this great country, which we call the United States of America. Packaged Foods has risen dramatically. Over 2,000 restaurants have opened in the United States every single year for the past 30 years. drive throughs it's unbelievable what has happened in this country. People are not taking the time to go home and prepare really good pesticide-free foods. Support organic farmers. I have everything in my home that is organic pesticide herbicide. Age is a factor. Most people, this is surprising, most people diagnosed with cancer are 65 and older. Interesting. But here's the interesting fact. Childhood leukemia has skyrocketed in this country. What's going on, Dr. Nelson? You'll talk about that when he comes up after me. Huge issues. Our children are sicker than ever before. By the way, 80% of all colleges and schools and universities in the United States have a food contract with a vendor that provides pizza, Pepsi, Prozac, whatever else you want to get. You can buy condoms and Prozac at the school now. You can buy pizza, Pepsi. You can buy anything you want at the colleges and school campuses. campuses. Go and take a look. The worst food you've ever seen in your entire life. Habits, lifestyle choices, we'll get through this. Health conditions, chronic health conditions can markedly increase your risk of developing certain cancers. Your environment, we pump about 500 billion, yeah, with a B, 500, someone will debate me on this, 500 billion tons of pesticides, herbicides, and insecticides into the air, into the water, into our food. There was a story in the LA Times several years ago. It said if you lived in Burbank, and I love Burbank, 
600% bigger chance of getting cancer if you live in Burbank, California than any other part of the United States. The water, the toxins, the pollutants, the air, the carcinogens, the factories, anywhere where there's a lot of factories, when there's a lot of pollutants, when there's a lot of part particulate matter in the air, we tend to have a lot of dysbiosis and sickness. Viral and bacterial infections, HPV, H. pylori, these things all happen as a result of poor diet and unsafe sex. Gene mutations. What is a gene mutation? Can instruct a healthy cell to allow rapid growth, fail to stop uncontrolled cell growth, make mistakes when repairing DNA. These mutations are the most common ones found in cancer, but many other gene mutations can contribute as well. Here's an interesting study. This is what got me started on this world of superfoods. The Framingham study out of Massachusetts is about $25, $30 million they spent on the study. Five to seven servings of fruits and vegetables per day reduces cancer by 66%. That's what they said in that study. The food pyramid has been changed now to 13 servings of fresh fruits and vegetables. But here's the sad fact. 86% of the U.S. population do not eat any fresh fruits and vegetables whatsoever. It's pretty sad, isn't it? It's pretty sad. We know we have the answers. We don't do anything about it. We're here to support you. We are here for you. Dr. Mandel just joined us, Earl Mandel, the vitamin Bible. Dr. Nelson's here to speak on broccoli and sulforaphane, all these natural remedies that we can use to block those free radicals, to prevent rusting on the inside, and people don't listen. It just, it, it, it boggles my mind why people are not proactive and don't take responsibility and don't make better choices. I say that respectfully. And then, you know what people tell me? I wish I would have listened to you, Dr. Tony. I wish I would have taken your advice a year ago or two years ago. Well, we're asking you all this weekend to support all the speakers, support all the products and services that we have, because we're here for you. I wouldn't be doing this business had I not lost my father when I was 21, my brother-in-law, my uncle, my cousin, my fiance. Katie lost her brother recently in Arizona, uh, Agent Orange. Yeah, that's what you get when you go to war. You come back and you get Agent Orange for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it stays with you every single moment of every single day unless you do something about it. Yes, pesticides, herbicides, insecticides, terrible. What are superfoods? Superfoods historically are a return to nature, getting back to the basics of the food group. Concentrated, nutrient-rich food powders are mixed with water or juice and consumed in liquid form. I had a young girl called Sierra Kruger in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Her stomach was distended. Her family asked me, what do you think is wrong? I said, well, it looks like she's malnourished. She may have leukemia. Bingo. That's exactly what was wrong with her. She was starving of food. We put her on IVs. We gave her superfoods. Bingo. Somehow, miraculously, she got well. Can we say cure? No, the FDA doesn't like that word. So let's talk about hydration for a moment, how water is important. Water is critically important in the process of healing. Prayer is at the top of the list when it comes to healing. The relationship you have with your maker, whoever that is to you, is vitally important in your quest to get well. I use it every day, every hour. Prayer is part of my life every morning every day. It's not for everybody and I respect that and I honor that. But it's really important. We now know 
through the study of epigenetics, what you say can be transferred into the mind and the heart and the soul of the other person, and not only into the heart and soul of the other person, but also into your own cells because they have a memory. So whatever you're telling those cells, it is manifesting and going to work, as my colleague Brian Tracy would say, like a heat-seeking missile to manifest whatever it is that you are thinking. So it's important that we all think positive thoughts. And we all have laughter. We all have fun. Right? It's really important. That's why comedians live very long. I'm going to see Don Rickles here on November the 18th in Regis Philbin. Regis is 84, 85. Don Rickles is 90 years young. He's celebrating his 90th birthday. He's laughing his way to good health. George Burns laughed his way to good health. We need to laugh. You all want to laugh this morning? Yes, let's laugh. <laughs> it's amazing, right? It's amazing when we laugh. What does it do? Releases those endorphins. Help us feel good. Acerola berry, vitamin C. Most vitamin C is made of corn and acetone. Acetone is used to remove nail polish. Astragalus, this is one of the most powerful herbs in the world. The East Germans win more gold medals at the Olympics than any other country in the world, all because they use this powerful herb. Hawaiian spirulina, 65% protein, beef is only 2% in comparison. It takes about 20 gallons of water to create a pound of spirulina. Powerful. Grapeseed extract. Professor Jacques Miscalier from the University of Bordeaux pioneered grapeseed as a very powerful antioxidant. Chlorella removes heavy metals, PCBs, sumeroot, endurance, energy. This is what Usain Bolt lives on, the fastest man in the world. He's a vegetarian. He lives on plant-based food. If he was on ding-dongs and T-bones and burgers and fries and soda pop, I don't think he would perform the way he performs. He runs like the wind. Milk thistle for the liver. All of these are in uh, one of my superfoods. Ginkgo biloba for the brain. Green tea. In the Shizoku region of Japan, there seems to be no cancer. They drink 30 cups of green tea a day, full of catechins, full of antioxidants. We drink 30 beers. <laughs> and we go to McDonald's. Alpha lipoic, CoQ10, powerful critical nutrient for the heart. Dandelion. For the liver, cilantro is a natural chelating agent to pull heavy metals out of the mouth. Our mouth is filled with mercury. Go see a good holistic dentist. Cranberries, anything that's colorful. I'm going to wrap it up here because of my time. I'm going to be respectful to my colleague, Dr. Nelson, coming up. But color is crucial in the fight against degenerative disease. The more colored superfoods, according to the research you have in your diet, the less chance you have of having cancer, or any form of degenerative disease. So pomegranate was pioneered by Dr. Lansky and Dr. Newman, two amazing Jewish researchers. They found that men and women who took two ounces of pomegranate increased blood flow dramatically to the heart muscle, increased nitric oxide. And that's what green and red and wheatgrass and barley grass and all these superfoods do. This is why there's hardly any cancer in China and Japan, though they smoke like crazy. The French smoke like crazy. The French paradox, they consume grapeseed extract. There it is right there. You only have one life. You have to choose carefully what you put into your body. It's time to take your health back, to make better choices, and to take responsibility. These are some of my 15 books right here. This is Mother Teresa. She was canonized today in Rome. That's my latest book, Heart of a Servant, which is a bestseller. All proceeds of that book go to her ministry in San Diego. So if you feel like ordering that book, you can do so. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bless you.